You are listening to episode 10 of Chit Chat with a Therapist. This is Chit Chat with a Therapist, the podcast where clinicians are supported and encouraged to create a private practice that they can be proud of. And now, here is your host, therapist, coach, and future BFF, Melissa Da Silva. Hello, hello. Welcome to Chit Chat with a Therapist. I am your host, Melissa Da Silva. Thank you so much for joining me today. You could have chosen so many other podcasts to be listening to, but I am so grateful that you chose this one. Today, I have a great interview with Adrian Kruer. But before we get to that interview, I just want to remind you that my book, The Profitable Private Practice, is still available on Amazon.com as well as on my website, The Profitable Private Practice. And this book gives you the step-by-step guide to starting your private practice, running it, and how to grow it into a six-figure business. And as always, please follow me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and sometimes Twitter. Not always on there too much, but I have a, a handle there if you're interested in Twitter. So today's interview with Adrian, I just love the way we're able to dive into her history. She's a clinical psychologist in Los Angeles, and she is so creative. And I love that she does work with families and adults, particularly adults with complicated family histories. And interestingly enough, I feel like most of us have uh, complicated histories with our family. So there's going to be no shortage of clients for Adrian. So I hope you enjoy the interview that we have here today. And if you want to find more information on Adrian, make sure you go over to our show notes, which is at chitchatwithatherapist.com. So enjoy our interview with Adrian Kruer. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Chit Chat with a Therapist Live. Today, we're going to be speaking with a therapist by the name of Adrian. So we are going to be speaking with her as soon as she comes on. There she is. Welcome. Thank you. So it's Adrian. Adrian, yeah. I've been it. saying it for like the past two minutes, and I don't know why I said Adrian. So I apologize for that. That's okay. And how do you pronounce your last name? Oh, it's Crewer. So I have a really long last name, but I just go by Crewer. Okay. All right. Nice. And so what do you do? I'm a clinical psychologist. I work in Los Angeles. So I'm here in my beautiful office in Silver Lake. So I work primarily with kids and families, and then also adults with complicated family histories. So that's kind of what we do here. So being on the East Coast, I think of where you are, you must get a lot of famous people. (laughs) You know, sometimes, sometimes we do. Yeah. Let me ask you about that. Would famous people be more likely to be out of pocket? Oh, you know what? That's a good question. Sometimes yes, and sometimes no, right? I think it really just depends on person. Yeah, yeah. I always kind of wonder that. So do do they use their insurance or do they use pay tax? (laughs) So, (laughs) So what is it like being a therapist out there on the West Coast? You know, I really like being a therapist here. I was actually in New York for a long time. I did a lot of my training in New York. I did my doctorate there and my master's there. So I kind of have a sense of both sides and what it's like. I really love Los Angeles because there's so many therapists that are doing such cool, creative, big idea stuff. So we all kind of have a nice community and I love that. So that's my favorite part of being here. 
And so what is it that makes you stand out amongst all the other therapists? Oh, really good question. <laughs> well, I think we all have our specific niches, right? So I work, you know, a lot with adult kids, proper adult children of complicated families. So that might be, you know, abuse, neglect, things that have happened in the past that just weren't so great. And then I also have a specialty with kids and families. So I think, you know, that's a little bit different. And then everybody kind of has um, their specific area. And I actually have a group practice here and we all um, work under this umbrella of complicated families. So kind of how that shows up later in life, right? So like problems in relationships, you know, problems, you know, with eating, that kind of thing. So it really, you know, is slightly different. And I think that's kind of what it, what makes it such a nice community. We all have something slightly different. Do you ever say to somebody, your life is not complicated enough, we'll refer you to somebody else? <laughs> you know, well, I, when I say complicated, I guess what I mean is like, there's not quite a specific sort of description for it. So maybe people are feeling like, well, I know there was something, but I'm not quite sure what it was. And it's kind of subtle and emotional. And it can kind of be this sort of like emotional attachment stuff that happened early on. So we might not know what it is for a little while. And that's kind of what I mean by complicated. So yeah, someone's pretty clear on what it is that they need to refer to. So what made you want to be a psychologist? Okay, so I actually started my whole career working in summer camps. So I was in grad school. I was in my undergrad and I started working, you know, summers at a summer camp in New York City. And so I started my grad program and then I, you know, realized, oh my gosh, I, I love, I, I worked at this camp for seven years. So I really loved being in a group dynamic, learning about child development, being around tons of kinds of kids and, you know, families and parents and it was really dynamic. So I think, you know, from there, I just got really interested in this idea of emotional development and kind of how, you know, what makes kids successful, what, you know, what's getting in the way. Um, and so I just kept going to school, I guess, to become a psychologist because I just knew there was more, you know, mm-hmm. and there was just so much to know about. So I think that's, it's always been so fascinating to me, like the development of people. So I've worked with people from three to 103. I've also worked um, in a geriatric setting sometimes. So it's just so interesting to see kind of what sticks with people along the whole spectrum, right? Of three to 103. So I just think it's so interesting. It is really interesting. I had an experience today that's probably not that interesting, but I had my first taste of a sugar-free Red Bull. It brought me back to something in my childhood. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. Right? And it reminded me of like that pink penicillin you used to get in a bottle when you're a little kid. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That sort of stuff. So Mm -hmm. that might not be as complicated as some other stuff. (laughs) But yeah, exactly. Like we start to notice, oh, I feel this feeling and it kind of reminds me of this time. And that's what we do in therapy, right? Oh, okay. So this might have been something very familiar from a long time ago. Maybe I'm not experiencing this for the first time, right? And what does that mean, right? And how it starts unraveling other things. So then that brought me to when my cousin used to suck the orange stuff off the ibuprofen, right? So then that brought me to 
Right, so like after you start uncovering <laughs> stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is a narrative, right? In the story. Yeah. So, yeah. It, you know, it uh, it's really interesting. And I, I just love, you know, working with an older population too. I, I see like that they're still working out some of the stuff, mm-hmm. right? From when they were like really little. And I, I just, um, I, I like to be in that sort of, I, I love working with those sort of younger adults that are doing that work to kind of figure it out a little bit before, you know, mm-hmm. before they have their own family or before, you know, they are having a hard time in relationships. So it's just a really, yeah, like you said, there's so much to get to know. Yes. <laughs> and it can go, you know, you can you know, get to know the story for a long time. So mm-hmm. yeah. really great. I really like it. Mm-hmm. So do you do a lot of testing? Because I know that tends to be a lot of what a psychologist does, or at least the impression that's what psychologists do. Do you do a lot of testing? You know, I'm a clinical psychologist, so I work primarily clinically. I do some testing, but not in my private practice. So I do some neuropsych testing. I do some sort of screening in another setting. But I, in my private practice, I don't do a, a ton of testing. It's mostly clinical intervention, which is great. I love both, you know, so it's a little bit of both. So if you could not be a psychologist and you had like a different life, what mm. would it be when you grew up? I know, right? I always wanted to travel. Okay. Right? It paid to travel. That was like my idea, you know? So like so a travelocity reviewer? Mm, <laughs> maybe. I still have it in the back of my mind. I'm like, how can I, hmm, how, <laughs> how do I integrate these, right? No, yes. I really love the travel. I've always been really sort of in that that um, space. And I really love all kinds of, you know, yeah, international travel, just getting to know people all over the place. So where's the <laughs> most fun place you've traveled to? So I did a lot of my um, undergrad abroad. So I, I have to say, I really loved living in Europe. I think it was um, just great. You're so central and get to see so much. Yes. Yeah. So easy to get from one place to another too. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you could give one piece of advice to somebody who might be thinking about seeing a psychologist and is hesitant, what would that piece of advice be? You know, I would say that just because you start in therapy doesn't mean that something's wrong with you. Just because you want to get going and like figure out what's going on emotionally doesn't mean that it is sort of like reinforcing those ideas that you are, you know, some of that negative self-talk, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not always true. And so when we start with people in therapy that haven't been to therapy before, it can feel really scary because they're like, oh, maybe someone's going to judge me. Maybe kind of like I'm judging myself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, being critical of myself. And, you know, that can come from this early childhood stuff and it really isn't true. So when people come to therapy and they realize, oh, it's just kind of more laid back, <laughs> maybe a little bit more relaxed and this person's going to be actually interested in me. It's a new experience. And I, I think that's the part that I I really find most rewarding, you know? Yeah. And now what would be the piece of advice you would give to somebody who might want to grow up to be a psychologist? Oh, okay. Well, I think, you know, for me, it was just such a natural evolution. Like I'm so interested in being around people and talking to people and getting to know what it's like for them. I think that was really, you know, so formative, just um, listening to other people's experiences, having that empathy piece really reinforced. And I also think it's just kind of it can be a natural skill. So if people realize, oh, I'm really good at listening to people's stories or empathizing or reflecting, that can be kind of a place to start and a skill to hone that we don't always really think about maybe early on. Mm, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody wanted to schedule an appointment with you, where could they find you? So I'm online. My website is www.adriancrewercrewercid.com. And um, there's an online scheduler there. So anybody can set up a phone appointment with me. We also have a website for the group practice. It's Echeveria Therapy. 
So E-C-H-E-B-E-R-I-A therapy.com. And there's a bio for all of our clinicians and they can sort of schedule an appointment with anybody to talk on the phone for a little bit and see if it's a good fit. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. And we can put those links underneath the video. So if anybody wants to connect with you, uh, they could do so. That will be great. Thank you so much. I totally appreciate meeting you. I love your energy. I really am glad I was able to be here. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Isn't Adrian just amazing? If you want to connect with her and learn more about what she does, make sure you head over to our show notes at chitchatwithatherapist.com and we'll have all the links to her sites and things that she is up to. Now, if you would like to be a guest on Chit Chat with a Therapist, make sure you go over to the website and contact me and we can send you a link so that you can schedule yourself to be a guest in our show. So until next time, everyone, make sure you keep being amazing and keep inspiring others. Bye-bye for now.